All right, so there is still time for you to, to apply and be a part of a Destination Serve team for this coming summer for all of our locations. If you're interested, applications can be found outside of e, room E202. Um, I'm asking that if you are considering applying for a trip, that you do indeed do so. Uh, it'd be really fun to have each and every one of you guys participate this year, if that was at all possible. Um, applications are due a week from today, October 12th, in room E202. So you have a week to decide, um, and I really hope that you do decide to apply. So, yeah, thanks. Uh, good morning, everybody. My name is Katie, and um, uh, this morning I get to introduce um, the two people who, okay, <laughs> uh, the two people who've had um, the biggest influence on my life. Um, not only did they teach me how to walk and how to brush my teeth, um, but they also taught me what it means to be a follower of Christ and to truly live a life of surrender to him. And um, they taught me what it means to have unconditional love um, for his people. And um, yeah, just a little um, introduction to them. When uh, 18 years ago, they uh, left everything that they knew, um, their homes and their families, to go and teach the people of Germany about um, Christ and his love and um, his um, message of salvation. And um, yeah, they dedicated their lives and their uh, family to him. And um, my life has been greatly impacted by that and by them and the lives of a lot of other people have as well. And um, now they're regional directors in Europe and the Middle East. And um, they're going to share a little bit about what that is and what they do. Um, so please welcome Jerry and Shelly Kratz. <laughs> Well, good morning and welcome to EME News. We are live on location at Crown College. We decided to take a trip to, the, to Crown College. We're normally in Black Forest, Germany. Thanks for hosting us, Crown. Thank you. God is doing so much in the Europe Middle East region that we wanted to dedicate our entire program to bring you up to date. Shelley, let's hear a report from our neck of the woods back in Germany. Yeah, some of you may recognize our roving reporter. Hello, I'm Katie Krott and I am reporting from Germany. I have just returned from a week at English camp where CMA workers Ben and Sarah Carey have um, committed two weeks of their time to helping German teenagers, like this one right here. Uh, Hi, Jason. Can you tell us about the English camp? Uh, they're just Americana here. Yes, yes, they're from America. Ah, the, the camp, yeah. It's, it's nice learning lots of English, yeah. And yes. what else did you learn at the camp? Um, we learned about Jesus, yeah, and uh, the, the Evangelium. Oh, the gospel, yeah. 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 Thank you. Yeah. I'm very glad you had a good time. Yes, thank you, thank you. Great, great lady here, yeah. The Katie. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Cheers, Ciao. So, there you have it, folks. A real live English camper who, um, 
Yeah, is one of the many teenagers who attends one of the many CMA English camps throughout Europe and the Middle East. And um, yeah, they're always looking for volunteers. So if you are ever free in the summer, consider it. Thank you. As you heard, God is using English camps to open doors to people and even nations that otherwise would not have access to the gospel or an opportunity to meet somebody who's a follower of Christ. This year, through Alliance Ministries, we had English camps in France, Germany, Spain, Kosovo, Bosnia, Jordan, and Iraq. Well, from the beginning, from the beginning of Alliance Missions, church planting has been a primary focus, and this remains true in Europe and the Middle East, despite difficulties and significant challenges like atheism, Islam, lack of openness or interest for Christ, postmodernism, hard to get visas, and spiritual oppression. Long-term workers are desperately needed to do the hard work of learning the language and culture, discipling and developing leaders, resulting in communities of faith that bring gospel access to their own people and beyond. Let's go now to Portugal, where my double, Michelle, gives us a personal look at what a house church in northern Portugal looks like. We're live on location in Portugal, where there's supposedly a church service going on in this home. Let's go in and say hello. Boa tarde. Oh, boa tarde. Boa tarde. Tudo bom? Olá. Bem-vinda. Olá. Bem-vinda. Sejam bem-vindos. Nesses lugares onde para nós que vivemos desse lado aqui é praticamente impossível de imaginar como é o dia a dia. Dos seres viventes e dos anciãos, cujo número era milhões de milhões e milhares de Wow, it takes a long time and wholehearted commitment to see new churches planted, but it's definitely worth the investment. From what I hear, the team of missionaries there is using creative ways to make contacts with people, like coaching this football team, the Lumberjacks. That is crazy. Well, stay tuned. After our commercial break, we'll be back with more EME news. Hi, we're Melly and Val, and currently we live in Paris, France. We are super excited to be coming to see you for the Missions Fest 2016 in February. We hope it's not going to be too cold. <laughs> and go Storm! Yay! This is an event you definitely won't want to miss. That's right. Well, our listeners may be interested to, to find out what's happening in the Middle East as a result of ISIS from God's perspective. We had the privilege of meeting this couple who are studying at the Alliance Bible School in Beirut, Lebanon. Both of them came to faith in Jesus Christ as a result of being displaced when ISIS came into their country. They met and married and have a calling and a vision to return to the war zone to bring the hope and healing of Christ to their people. The wife's entire immediate family has also placed her fa their faith in Jesus Christ. 
At a recent meeting of pastors, including several from Iraq and Syria, one of them made this shocking statement, our church has never been better. In the midst of war and destruction and pain, lost people are being found. Miracles of healing are taking place, and God's presence is being felt like never before. How can that be true? Well, I'm for sure it's, got, it's clear evidence that God is always at work, even in situations that seem horrible and hopeless. When I think about the need in places like the Middle East, it reminds me of the time we were in the West Bank, met this young man who had recently made a decision to follow Jesus, and he told us, please send people to tell us about Christianity. We want to know. Like Jesus said to his disciples, like Jesus says to us, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send workers into his harvest field. Well, the harvest is definitely plentiful in another Muslim country in the Europe Middle East region. Let's go to Jerome on location inside actual World War I trenches with a couple of our international workers. Hey, Shelly, I'm standing here on the front lines, right in the trenches with a couple of our international workers. I'd like you to have a chance to meet them. Hi, my name is uh, Jeff Singfile. My wife, Melissa, and daughters, Madison and Riley, we've been with the Kosovo team for about 13 years. And I'm Connie Seal, and I've been serving on the Kosovo team for about six years. Holy cow, 13 years and six years. Why are you guys there for so long? Well, uh, we're in Kosovo for so long because we would like to see the Kosovar people come to know Jesus Christ as their savior. And part of that means learning how to live in their culture, learning their language so that we can share with them in their language about the love of Christ and what it means that Christ died on the cross and, and rose for our sins. Hey, awesome. I, can't, I mean, I was thinking like, okay, a year or something, but 13, six years, that's amazing, you guys. I heard a, a credible story. Jeff, do you want to share with us just what's happening in Kosovo or kind of this really amazing story that just happened recently? Sure, it's really, uh, really interesting. There was a whole uh, family from a village, about 21 people, six children, that just recently decided they wanted to become Christians. And they had been thinking about it for quite a long time. We live in a primarily um, Muslim country, uh, but they decided we don't want to go that direction. We want something different for our children. And so they reached out to the uh, national church with which we have had this 13 year long partnership and said, would you come and teach us? And so we went out there one day uh, just a few weeks ago and 21, again, 21 adults stood up and said, we want to accept Jesus Christ as our savior. And since that point, three other villages have heard what's happened and they say, we want to be a part of this too. And so it's been a very, very exciting time. That's amazing. That sounds like something you'd read in the book of Acts or something like that. It is so cool what God is doing. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for serving where you serve. Uh, keep up the good work, standing here in the trenches, fighting the good fight. Uh, back to you, Shelley. Yeah. Yeah, God deserves an applause for that. I love hearing about those kinds of stories and it excites me to think that people like Connie and Jeff are willing to give their lives to serve. By the way, since that was filmed, this new church movement has grown to 50 people. That's really something unheard of in that country. We're hearing encouraging reports from other places in the region of people coming to Christ like never before. 
We want to share with you another incredible highlight today in our program. As you've heard, millions of refugees are flooding into Europe. You can imagine how this is affecting the Europe and Middle East region. Alliance workers are actively reaching out to immigrants, mobilizing existing churches, and preparing to expand CMA ministry among them. When I found out about the refugees that were flooding into the area where we live, I felt God compelling me to do something about it. What I discovered is that people on the move are very open to someone being the hands and feet of Jesus to them. Just offering a cup of cold water in Jesus' name to those in need opens hearts to want to hear about the love of Jesus. Wherever you are and whatever phase of life you're in, there are always ways to show and tell the love of God. Well, this refugee crisis certainly is moving the hearts of many people towards compassion. But imagine if the church had that kind of compassion all the time. Imagine if it didn't take the shocking picture of a three-year-old body on the beach to motivate us into action. Imagine if we really grasped the truth that Jesus Christ is the only hope of the world. If we really understood that the greatest problem with humanity is not poverty or war or terrorism, but separation from a loving Father. Uh-huh. Well, that's it for EME News today. I want to thank you for joining us for this special edition. We hope that you've been inspired by stories of what God is doing and also challenged how God might be asking you to respond. If you'd like more information, Shelly and I will be available to talk after the newscast and on campus throughout the day up in the coffee shop from 12 o'clock on. Goodbye for now. Thanks for joining us. It is pretty amazing to see what God is doing around the world today in our region. There's never been a time like this where we see Muslims coming to faith in Christ. It's just, it's just phenomenal uh, what's happening in Iraq and in Syria and Lebanon, Jordan and surrounding countries. And now with people moving, moving across Europe, coming in, trying to find a new home, uh, there are unprecedented opportunities to share the love of Jesus Christ with these people. And it's not just Muslim background people either. It's people from all different kinds of backgrounds. And so I just want to encourage you as a student body that there's really no more exciting time to live than today. People, no matter what your major is or what your interest is, God can take those gifts, can take your passions, can take your, your, your desires and use them for his glory in building his kingdom. And that might be right here. Sherry, or Shelly shared an opportunity that we had right in our community where there, by the end of this year there'll be a thousand refugees within just 15 minutes of where we live where we can go and visit them and hang out with kids and play um, and I know that there are some churches in this area who, are, who have their eyes open already and are reaching out to, to new immigrants coming in so God can use you right where you're at and I remember what it's like. Shelly and I both graduated here from Crown. Uh, sometimes it can feel like, oh my goodness, you know, I just want to do something now. I'm tired of classes. I'm tired of, you know, I just want to go do something. Josh was sharing with me with this, sharing this with me a little bit earlier. He's like already got the senior itch and he's already got, has a year to go yet. I'm like, dude, you're, you're peaking a little too early here. Um, but God wants to use you now where you're at. And this is a time of preparation, which is good, which is important, excellent. 
But it's not a time just to prepare. It's a time to be involved as well. So I want to encourage you, wherever you're at, to uh, allow God to move your heart. Allow God to take your, your gifts and use them where you're at. But also continue to think about the future. I tell you that we have right now in the Alliance openings for people to serve, and there will be in the coming years, especially working among among Muslim background peoples throughout our region, but also in different places around the world. So I want to encourage you to, to consider that. I remember when I was 12 years old, it was the first time that God spoke to me and said, hey, that's what I want you to do with, with your life. But it wasn't until I came here to Crown College and I was on one of these, one of these short-term trips that God, I was in Cote d'Ivoire, West Africa, that God really reminded me, he said, Jerry, I want you to do this with the rest of your life. So I came back to Crown, finished out our preparation, met a beautiful young lady. It's not a bad place to meet someone like that here. And um, as Katie mentioned, for the last almost 18 years, uh, we've, been, we've been living in Germany, serving for the last four years in a regional oversight role. The Alliance has about 120 workers serving in 12 countries right now in Europe and the Middle East. And it's a joy to serve them. So I, I get to travel a lot. Last year I was on the road for about 160 days. So I spend a lot of time sitting in airports and in airplanes. But I also have the incredible privilege of seeing what God is doing in Europe and the Middle East. Um, so if you have any questions about that or you just like to chat, as I mentioned, Shelly and I will be around the rest of the day. And uh, you can find us up in the coffee shop after 12 o'clock. Thanks, Josh. If I could invite uh, Shelly and um, Katie back up, that would be awesome. Um, just something that's been said on my heart is, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever might believe in him shall have eternal life, that whoever might believe in him. And they said something really powerful today. Anybody, anybody can have that opportunity. It's just a matter of who goes and who's obedient and who's going to go do that. And these trips give that opportunity I mean, it's a shameless plug, yeah, but we really have that opportunity to go and be that to whoever can have that opportunity. So I just encourage you guys, I mean, it's a real opportunity for you. Like, are you going to take it? Are you going to be obedient? Is there, is there something inside of you that God is saying, hey, this is what you're here for, and is this, this is your time. Like, you're here at Crown for a reason. Is that your reason? So I just wanted to put that plug in there. We, this Wednesday, we have the privilege, of, again, of hearing from the Krauts. Um, we have a new thing going on called World Chat at 11.15. I think it's about an hour long, hour and a half long. Uh, it's in the fireside room. So don't forget and take, take advantage of them being around here. They, they love to talk to you. They love to hear questions from you. And this is something that you can, you can be involved with. So fireside room, 11.15 on Wednesday. So last thing, if you guys would reach out your hands for this wonderful family, I'm going to pray for them, and then I'll dismiss you guys. Lord, thank you so much for the Crot family. Thank you for their ministry, their mission, what you've put on their heart in Germany, what you've put on their heart in that region. Lord, I pray that you would just give them wisdom and knowledge and discernment in all areas of their lives, in all missions that they do, in all people that they meet. Lord, I pray that the opportunities would not be missed. And I pray that if they do miss them, Lord, I pray that those opportunities would arise again, that you would bless them with those opportunities. You would give them those times of just being able to minister as much as possible. Everybody that they meet, everybody that they see, your name would come up. Your love would come up. You, you would show through them. Lord, I just pray for thankfulness and opportunities and joy, unending joy in their life and peace. Thank you for what you've done in their lives. 
Lord, I pray that you would bless us. Bless them as they go back to Germany and they, they speak life into others. And I pray that that life would just grow in, into abundant joy. It would be a tree, just an absolute tree that keeps planting seeds. I thank you for what you've done and the blessing you've given to us hearing the crots today. In Jesus' name, amen. You're dismissed.